I was You're just about, too eager there. I was just about to run off and pour the wine. <laughs> One more to do. Yes, dear. Um, hi, Nora. Hi, Kathy. I think this is really a sign that we have been doing the sniffer for a long time because we both independently came up with the same, same story. story. Because it's such a good story. It is a good story. Now, it is about fashion, but it points to non-fashiony trends, I think, which yes. is partly why we're going to talk about it. So why can't we talk about fashion? We can. We can do whatever Somebody we want. Somebody snarked at us like two years ago, didn't they? About their ruffles. Yes. And we got passive aggressive and said, we're not going to talk about fashion anymore. <laughs> but this is a good idea. Yes, it is a very good idea. It's called Rent the Runway. They wrote about it at um, the New York Times on the weekend. And they described it as being like the Netflix model. So essentially, you can rent high-end fashion from Hervé Léger or I've never known how to pronounce this uh, this label Pruenza Schuler is that how you that say it? That sounds okay to me. Yeah all right anyway <laughs> so the idea is you can does, you can borrow them for four nights get shipped to your doorstep it include the price includes dry cleaning ranges from $50 to $200 for the rental which if you consider the way a lot of people wear stuff you know you have something that you wear for a really prestigious event but you don't yeah. really wear them all that often and you know people used to buy a couple of really nice outfits that they wore repeatedly. But now, you know, we're all so fashion-y and all taking photographs of each other all the time that there's a pressure to have, like, new outfits. So I thought that was, like, such a smart thing. I thought it was great. And especially it comes, like, with a prepaid envelope that you can just throw it back in. And if it doesn't fit, they'll send you another size. And they have stylists that are on call. Because if, you know, like, the only thing that makes me very nervous about it is, is that, you know, I don't have a traditional hourglass shape. So like, and neither You're a, do you. What is it? High riding ectomorph. That's right. I'm a yes. high riding ectomorph. <laughs> yes, that's right. Good memory. But you, your body's quite similar. You have slim hips. You no, know. I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You don't have like a big bum. No, that's because I'm a squat. I've got a flat ass. (laughs) 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 Anyway, yes. But yeah, no, but um, you can talk to these on-call stylists and you can talk to them about like the fabric, about how, what you can expect from the suit, if it's a suit or the dress, you know, if how it might look on you, how, what you're the right body type to to wear. And if it comes and you can't stand it and if it doesn't look right, you can send it back and they'll send you another one. But I think this will go. I think it's very smart. Would you use it? If I had an event that I felt I really wanted something top drawer to wear, I would totally use something like that. But one reason why I wanted to mention this beyond the fact that it's a good idea is we're starting to see this as part of like a couple of other really huge trends. One is the whole idea of swapping online. You know, there's a lot of, this is renting, but you know, there's a lot of that stuff of like um, swapping clothes and things like that. I also think it's an example of what happens when you have a lot of information available about products and ways for people to connect with it, which is that you take what used to be scarce, which was the good, you know, something that each person has to own an individual copy of if they want to use. Mm-hmm. But because you have access to all this information and, you know, visuals about it and so on, then you can essentially uh, partake of it as a service at the time that you want it, right? And so I first came across this idea from Alex Steffen from worldchanging.com. And he yeah. was talking about, you know, something like with you know, AutoShare or Zipcar about how once you have access to all this information and your handheld device telling you where the nearest car is, why do you need to own a car if you can have a 
what you really want, which is the ability to drive something whenever you want, right? So I think mm -hmm. we're starting to see all of these ways that goods can turn into services. Well, you also have the chance, because like with the Zip cars, I always think that Zip is so smart because they have all these different kind of cars that I've always wanted to try and drive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, like I've always wanted to drive the Mini Cooper. Mm -hmm. I'd like to try the Honda Element, I, you know, Matrix, Prius, all those things. I don't necessarily want to buy one, right. but I don't want to drive around, you know, like with a, a car guy, you know, from the showroom. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah. that's really the only way you could do it or else like a big rental. And the other thing, though, like with Netflix or Zip.ca, those companies are taking off. I know so many people now, like you're using them. My friend Lori mm -hmm. uses it like constantly. People love just getting things to arrive in the mail. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing. You know, the mail was a business that was almost dead. Mm -hmm. And now it's come back with such... Uh, Amazon and Netflix and... Um, well, yeah, I guess the question is, now that Netflix is starting to go towards a streaming model, like, will that yes. still exist, yeah. you know, down the road, if all of these things really dematerialize? Which yeah, but dresses which, can't dematerialize. Or suits. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but I really like the idea of being able to experience things. Like, and you'd be able to do that with fashion, experience high fashion without mm -hmm. um, a high price um, commitment. And we've talked about that before, too, that whole idea of experience marketing and that whole idea of people craving not just another object, but a whole experience. And this is the kind of thing that could play into that. See, but what they need to do is they need to have something like this. Because I think it says that some places do it. Now, some stores will rent their gowns. Mm. But, like, wouldn't that be great to be able to walk into Holtz and mm -hmm. pick out, like, from their as long as you didn't get attitude, but pick out from the rented area, mm -hmm. like some all these fancy outfits, I'd dress way better. I would too. <laughs> there you go. There's a reason right there. <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. Okay, this is um, my story. Well, actually, it's your story, but I'm using it because, <laughs> because we both had the same <laughs> story. story. With, yeah, but this is something that you picked up that was really interesting, and it's essentially... You know, we've all seen um, transitional glasses, right? You know, like Polaroid lenses mm -hmm. that will go... you go into the bright light and it goes... It goes dark, darker. and then if you go into a dark room, it goes light. Well, now they've come up with something, and I'll let you explain the technology, Nora. <laughs> but it's transitional contact lenses. Yeah, I read about this uh, at Technology Review. It's um, uh, basically some researchers in Singapore have come up with this model for responsive contact lenses. When I was first thinking of that, I was thinking, this is crazy. But apparently one thing they've managed to do is to make them uh, tint and detint really, really quickly. So like in yeah. 20 seconds, unlike uh, eyeglasses, which can sometimes take you know a while to, to gain or lose their tint. Yeah, like a couple of days. <laughs> They're so slow, those old I, and, and it's made actually... Actually, with a blah, blah, blah polymer, it actually is a, no it says a novel polymer laced with an intricate network of nano-sized tunnels. Um, so basically, Whoa. the way it works is that um, it just can flood these little nano-sized tubes with the dye and then, like, get rid of them. But it is a blah, blah, blah polymer. But I thought that was kind of neat. Would you wear something like that? No. I don't I like wear contacts, sunglasses. But... Would you ever wear contacts? I, I've never gotten over my queasy factor about contacts. Would you ever have laser surgery? I've never gotten over my queasy factor about laser surgery either. <laughs> yeah, because I know uh, a lot of people I know are getting it. I, sometimes I wonder, okay, like, is I, are glasses going away? Mm -hmm. I know people who are really athletic who have had it done because they don't want to wear glasses when they're doing sports. 
which makes sense. Yeah. I find that I've, as I have to wear the reading glasses now, you know, so, and I hate going back and forth between them. Sometimes I think, oh, maybe I would do it for that because now it's not just a fashion statement or something that I sort of need. It's like I really needed to see, so I don't like this anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, I would stick those things in my eyes. I now I think I'd have laser surgery done before I get put contact lenses in. We are old school. We are. <laughs> Driving around without my GPS-enabled device with my sunglasses on and squinting. <laughs> okay, well, that's it. That's it. Come to the blog for links to these stories and more. The Sniffer. Bye. Bye.